What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No! So this was my weekend, by the way. This is why I'm so happy. I bought goalie equipment from Canadian Tire street hockey gear. The one question I asked, were you playing with a rubber puck at least? No, of course not. You had street hockey pads on and no protection other than I wasn't even wearing a can. How about that? And I went stack my pads. I'm like, whoa, I got nothing on down here. I never thought that I would be leaving my pins. <laughs> Seriously. Wow. And no mask. Talk about putting them on the table. This is the Rod Peterson <laughs> Show. Hey, welcome to Hour 2, everybody. It's what we affectionately call the second half kickoff. Our next guest is logged in and ready to go. And we'll get to him in a couple minutes. Nate Ewell from College Hockey, Inc., because the Frozen Four NCAA Hockey Championship begins tonight. Men's hockey, 5 p.m. Eastern, Minnesota State versus St. Cloud State. And 9 p.m. Eastern, Massachusetts versus Minnesota Duluth. And Nate will be joining us from Massachusetts. There's a little trickling news coming out from uh, the CFL. Dave Naylor on TSN tweeting this moments ago. On the 2021 season, owners haven't indicated willingness to play without fans. They can't put fans in stadiums until the government say so. Governments aren't going to approve that until the virus is under control. That's where we are. There is no answer that the CFL keeps secret. That's from Nails. Anonymous texter writing in on the, on the Prairie Mobile text line here from the 403. That's Alberta, as you know. Southern Alberta. That's right. Says, not sure who in Alberta told you the CFL will be playing with full stadiums, but as of yesterday, we are at over 1,350 new cases a day with a projected, projected 2,000 a day by the end of April, the worst we've seen. No, I, under, I understand that. And I'm not going to tell you who in Alberta said to me this is what they're projecting. This is what Alberta health officials are projecting projecting based on the vaccination rollout but that's a long ways away and and by the way the interesting thing with the call that i got this morning regarding where the cfl is going in redbird capital and xfl he's like if you don't drop any hints whatsoever who i am i'll tell you everything but you can't drop hints because they'll guess and i'm like yeah deal (laughs) pretty good deal that's a good i'll take it because he's like i just want you to know what's going on. And then from EGA, watching on YouTube, says Ontario Canada Television, CHCH, flashing noisy red alerts across the bottom of their programming, telling its residents to stay home. It's the law. I don't think the CFL owners are playing a game of chicken here with the coronavirus. I don't. But the health officials are telling some of the team officials, yeah, by August, we think... With vaccinations, we're going to have this under control. Is that is that another language to people? I know. That makes sense to you, doesn't it? It does. You know, but things change. Just because you're here today doesn't mean you're going to be here tomorrow, right? Yeah. Things change. So, Well, Ontario's holding things up. And, oh, boy. 
Now, I'll get to Nate right away. We've got a lot of messages coming in. Ray from the 416 writes in. Southern Ontario says, hey, Rod, excited the Blue Jays are back. A few trouble spot- spots. Vladdy struggling defensively early and frustrated. Springer has had two injuries already and hasn't played a game. If Matt's pitches like his first game, that's good news. Go Jays. I'll say it for a third time. $150 million doesn't get you what it used to. Come on, George Springer. Walk it off. It's about time. Blue Jays home opener in Dunedin tonight against the LA Angels, 507 Mountain Time. And as I mentioned, let's bring in Nate Ewell now from College Hockey, Inc. to talk a little Frozen Four, if you don't mind. He resides in Massachusetts. How you doing, Nate? I'm great, Rod. How you doing? Good. Thanks for sitting all that preamble there, but we had to set the table of what's going on in Canada. I bet you... Are you following anything of what's going on to your northern neighbor? Is this news to you of how we're all under lockdown, or is it similar to what you're going through in Massachusetts? I think it's similar, but uh, but we certainly keep a pulse on it, certainly from a hockey standpoint, and keeping an eye on things like the quarantine and the trade deadline coming up and, and things like that. We're really lucky that, that we, we are able to have some fans in the building for uh, the Frozen Four tonight. We're going to have about 4,000 fans, so it won't be a usual Frozen Four crowd, which usually fills an NHL rink, but, uh, yeah. but at least it's progress. They can make some noise in an enclosed building. There's no doubt. You know, Nate, before we go any further and talk about the, the games tonight and how you see this playing out, tell me a little bit about College Hockey, Inc., if you don't mind, and our viewers. Sure. We, uh, we're a nonprofit organization, and we basically are a marketing and education arm. So we're trying to make sure that, that uh, the public and specifically prospective players and their parents understand just how good the college hockey product is and understand a little bit of the path to get there. So if they're interested in playing college hockey, they can can navigate that path and figure out a way to get to one of our campuses and uh, and show their stuff. Awesome. Okay, well, you got a fan here now, and I appreciate you spending the time with us today, Nate. So let's talk about, well, the first game, 5 p.m. Eastern, Minnesota State versus St. Cloud State. And yes, I mentioned later, it's Massachusetts versus Minnesota Duluth. This is not the final four people would have predicted at the start of the season, right? Absolutely not. No, to and even, even two weeks ago at right. the start of the tournament, we don't have any number one seeds in this tournament, which is, uh, you know, we had four regions play in and, uh, and the number one seeds in each region lost. Uh, so you've got some upset teams, but, uh, but you also have some familiar teams. You've got Minnesota Duluth, who's won the last two national championships. So it's a, it's a good mix, really, of, uh, of newcomers. The, the three other schools would win their first national championship if they can pull it off, if they can win these next two games. And then Duluth is, is here looking for three in a row. Yeah, the last time, I understand... There hasn't been a number one seed as 07, but then that had never happened before that. Like, this is pretty rare. Has it added intrigue, in, in your opinion, to how this is going to play out? I think so. I, I think it, it, it opens things up. You know, there's, it's a wide open field that everybody feels like they can win. So um, I, I do think it adds intrigue. It, it adds a lot of intrigue in the state of Minnesota because you mentioned Minnesota Duluth, Minnesota State, St. Cloud State's also in Minnesota. So the state of hockey is, is overwhelmingly represented in this field, and, and the folks out there are pretty excited. From one of our viewers on Facebook, Chris Griffin says, Go Chris, Chris Van Osha from Regina. He's playing in the Frozen Four. You're nodding your head. You know Chris? For Minnesota State, yeah, a good yeah. player. Okay, yeah. Well, we know what we're doing with hockey players around here, Nate, as you know. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> right. So Minnesota State versus St. Cloud State, the Battle of Minnesota, the first game. Tell me about that game. What's exciting about it? It's uh, it, two really similar teams that are going to try and get after each other, forecheck really hard, and play hard all, all across the ice. They both upset teams to get here. So Minnesota State upset the University of Minnesota. St. Cloud upset Boston College. And they both did it in similar ways. They really attacked the the favored team and took the the possession game away from them. It was able to, they were able to dictate the pace of the play and, uh, and come away with really relatively easy victories in the, in the end, more surprising, mm-hmm. I think, than, than people would expect. So um, it'll be a, a really good matchup. Probably the headliner in terms of a player is Dryden McKay, who's the goaltender for Minnesota State, named after Ken Dryden. And uh, he's been playing up to that level lately. So uh, he's the guy, if, if St. Cloud can get past him, then uh, they'll be in better shape. But, uh, but that's going to be a tough task. Uh, Massachusetts versus Minnesota Duluth in the late game today in Pittsburgh. What's sexy about that game? 
Well, Duluth going for three in a row is, is the, the headline. The subhead would be that UMass is dealing with COVID issues, and they've got four players out yeah. due to COVID their best players. So, they're best players, right? They are. They're yeah. their leading goal scorer and their top and their goalie. Um, now they're lucky. They've essentially split goaltending duties for the last three years. So they, they have a guy who's a proven starter, but, uh, but he hasn't played since January. The, uh, the number one guy is out. He's back home in Massachusetts here. So, um, you know, we can't escape COVID all year. It's been a, it's been one of those things that, uh, we've been lucky to get a season in, but it hasn't been perfect. And, and this is another example of it. Yeah, well, you know, I can't remember what the heck I was watching. It might have been NHL Network, but they were interviewing one of the kids from Minnesota Duluth, and they said, are you surprised that, or how does it feel to have got through the whole season, and then you get to the Frozen Four, and this happens? I can't really remember what his answer was, but how are they dealing with this COVID outbreak within their club? I think they have sort of that next man up mentality that that you do when you have an injury. Um, but it's got to be frustrating and it's got to be nerve wracking because they get tested every morning. So every morning you're probably going into those tests thinking, geez, I hope, I hope I can get through this. And um, the good news is this morning we got through the tests and, and we've got two games today. Yeah, no, no kidding. And uh, televised on TSN, obviously in Canada. By the way, Nate, I'm following you on Twitter now. He's in Grafton, Massachusetts, everybody, just so you know. Just as an aside, well, for one, I'm going to say why why Pittsburgh is the host. Obviously, they they put a bid in to do it. What was it? Did it have to do with COVID regulations or something, or uh, what is it with Pittsburgh no, hosting was, the event? That was decided uh, a few years ago. They they rotate this event around the states, and and you do have a city bid on it. And and Pittsburgh hosted in 2013. It was a really successful Frozen Four, so they get another chance here. Um, it, it typically will rotate among. The, uh, the usual college hockey cities like Boston and St. Paul, Minnesota, and then some destinations. So we go to Tampa every so often, and in a couple of years, we get to go to Vegas. Ah, outstanding. Well, it's a hockey town yeah. way more than Arizona. I know the old Coyotes owners at one point wanted to have this in the Scottsdale area or in the Valley, and it, and it didn't happen. But my brother listens every day, Nate, and his daughter, my niece, is committed to Robert Morris University. She's going in the fall. She cannot wait We've never been to Pittsburgh. It's going to be a little bit like the Clampets loading up and heading to Beverly Hills, you know, to go down to Pittsburgh. But what can you tell me about Robert Morris and that program and Pittsburgh itself? We can't wait to get down there and watch hockey. Oh, it's a great spot. Great city and uh, a wonderful sports city. Great school as well. Uh, they've they've done uh, built up their programs in a relatively short amount of time. I, I guess it's probably been 20 years now, but, uh, but they, um, they've, become uh, real forces in both men's and women's hockey. The best thing I can tell you is that she's going to have the four best years of her life, and she can look forward to that. You know, Wherever you go in college hockey, that's what we hear all the time. It was the best time of my life. Oh, good. Well, we can't wait. And uh, the one thing I hear is that one of the Hanson brothers is the caretaker of the rink. You knew that, correct. Dave Carlson? Yeah, correct. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> right. So uh, we're, we're excited to get down to Pittsburgh to see that. Uh, Nate, where can people follow you uh, in your coverage? And where's the best place for Canadians? Well, mind you, we do have our viewers are Americans. Where's the best, best place to watch the Frozen Four? Sure. So in, in the States, it's on ESPN2 tonight and on Saturday on ESPN. In Canada, you can catch it on a TSN stream on the app or tsn.ca tonight. And then on TSN, the main network on Saturday. Follow College Hockey, at College Hockey, and, and we'll have um, all the links to the coverage and things like that there. So uh, we appreciate it and hope everybody can enjoy a little bit of the Frozen Four. We're, we're just happy to be here. <laughs> well, no doubt, and I'll say this. The COVID, as much as it sucked, and I'm a big Junior A guy, and one of our favorite leagues isn't playing at all, but I've watched a ton of NCAA hockey, more than I ever have on TSN, and I'm like, wow. The hockey's great, which we always knew, but the announcers are fantastic, and it's kind of melted the borders that way, Nate, right? It's exposed NCAA hockey more to Canada, which is a great thing for you guys. So, anyways, great job today, Nate. Enjoy the hockey, and hopefully we can do it again soon. Thanks, Rod. Anytime. All right, Nate Ewell joining us from College Hockey, Inc. What, what, are, you, what are you doing? I'm foiling up. <laughs> Dave, Put, putting on the foil. Dave, you're driving the Zamboni. You don't need a foil. All set up. to go, Coach. Tell us when. <laughs> Uh, How about that? How about that? Uh, That's awesome. 
It's such a cliche when people talk about what's your favorite sports movie, and it is Slapshot, yet it is, so I have to say that. There's a line for every occasion. Everyone. You won't meet a better ambassador for the pure sport of hockey than me. Like That's how, from the movie. How many times, you know, hotel, anywhere in the world, and you slapped him, took my quarter. Like, it's easy. Half <laughs> a machine took my quarter. <laughs> it's a Chiefs key ring. You can't find these in stores. Can we make RP show keychains? Which am I? That's a great idea. Do you want them? Yes. Okay. All right. Mm. Keychains. Done. Jeff Kabilis in Winnipeg. Pretty awesome talking about NCAA hockey. Thanks, Nate. It's a big deal. Wayne Grolos is mentioning the Beverly Hillbillies brings back memories of watching on our old black and white TV. LOL. That's us. <laughs> what can I say? Oh, yeah. We don't put on airs around here. When we take our sports trip to the big city in the U.S., that is us rolling into town. Or the Clampets. <laughs> big Hollywood playboy. Jethro. <laughs> um, curling report. An inconsistent performance from the Canadian back end proved costly in an 8-7 extra end loss to Russia on Wednesday at the World Men's Curling Championship in Calgary. Third, Darren Molding and Skip Brendan Botcher both had some late miscues as Canada fell in round-robin play at the Mark and McPhail Centre. It was Russia's first victory over Canada in eight tries at this competition. Molding shot just 67% in the game, while Botcher struggled at 71%. It didn't get any better for the Canadians in the evening draw. Leading 7-5 against Nicholas Eden, the defending champion from Sweden, Canada gave up four in the 10th end and dropped the 9-5 decision for a two-loss day. After 18 draws, Sweden sits in first at 9-2, and two, followed by Russia at 8-2. and two. Scotland is in third at 8-3. and three. And the U.S., Norway next at 7-3. and three. Canada, 7-4. and four. The top six teams in the 14-team field will make the playoffs. Switzerland's Peter de Cruz was alone in seventh place at 5-5, five and, five, and Italy was next at 5-6. and six. Canada will play Norway on Thursday night, that's tonight, and close out round-robin play Friday morning against Germany's Sixten Tutsik. The top two finishers in the round-robin earn buys to the semifinals on Saturday. The curling report is for Verge Agriculture, helping farmers plan and optimize their operations across every field. Try Verge's Precision Farm Tech software for free today at vergeag.com. And while we're at it, reading sponsor reads, might as well get one in there for Dirk Fitness, Dupes. What do you say? Let's do it. Dirk Fitness, located in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, has a special offer this weekend only. April 9th to the 11th, all sign-up fees are waived and get your first month for free. Get fit now with this offer. Head to dirkfitness.ca today. I'm on it. Well, this is going to be fun. And actually, I'm excited because I thought you were leaving and Drew was coming in, but he's virtual, so you can stay. I can stay. <laughs> How about that? The host of the province's best hockey podcast and golf off the hosel, Drew Koser, joins us next. It's the RP Show on Game Plus, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. All right. Welcome back, everybody. What a great day. I'm going to say it again. I'm so excited that... Drew Koser is uh, on virtual. I wanted him in here, but at least this allows Darren here. And uh, he's from the Off the Hosel podcast. It's very popular. They talk hockey. They talk golf. It was supposed to be a golf podcast. It is a golf not? podcast. Okay, whatever. You morphed into... They talk a little hockey, though. Too. All right, let's bring in Drew now. Junior hockey player, aficionado, skills coach, too. How you doing, Drew? Not too we're good, but we have an audio issue, so just hang on. Uh -oh. And while we work on that, guy hosts a podcast. You think there wouldn't be an issue? <laughs> it's a technical issue. We'll get to that. The poll question today. Let's update that. It has to do with the Masters. That's why I'm bringing it up for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Who will win the Masters? Our options: the top three odds on favorites to win, courtesy Come On Canada, Dustin Johnson, Jordan Spieth, Bryson DeChambeau, or other. 
It's still Dustin Johnson on Facebook, eh? Yeah, 49%. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. on uh, Twitter, it's other. But let's bring in Drew again. and Or if we can, Clark, you tell me. Say what? No good? We can't? Oh, I just got the eh. That's a hard And with no. director Jordan yeah, it's, jumps on it, you know it's serious. Dustin, How about that? Dustin Johnson's one over. He's T29 right now at one over through 10. Mark Leishman's leading the way, three under through four. Three under through four, and Gary Woodland's T9. I picked Woodland in one of my boxes. Yeah, well, you know what? I don't <laughs> – sometimes I wonder why people care, and then I realize they really do care. So we're in the Deer Valley Golf Pool, proceeds going to the junior golf program. They're our official golf partner. And it's like those old hockey pools where you check a guy in the box of nine players. There's nine golfers per box. So just so you know, I had Jordan Spieth, Jason Day, Shane Lowry, Tony Finau, Louis Osthausen, Gary Woodland. You yeah. said you had him too. Yeah. Paul Casey, Phil, Phil, and Mike Weir. And actually, I don't have yours, but my wife was similar to that. That's the winning team, by the way. The guys that, it's just like points in Stanley Cup. Yeah. Add up all of their winnings cash-wise in the Masters, and that's who will win the pool. And dang it, is it fun. But the thing is, I'm not going to check on a Thursday who is leading right now. Get, get everybody off the course, and let's see who's leading. That sets Come on. you up for failure. It's fun watching, like following a little bit, but you take no stock into it, and and. The insider's tip here for you, Rod, yeah. is you can go to the score app and you can star your guys yes. and it'll move them to the front. So you can only see where your guys are at. It's pretty good. So I can see my guys are T9, T20. So it's, it's a fun way to follow golf. It really is. I'm going through my app right now that you say that. Kim, Matsuwama, and Buizendout are tied for the lead at three under right now. Right. Okay, they say they got him. All right, good. We're going to video with Drew, or we're going to go to the phone? We're going to video? Okay, awesome. I love it. Okay, Drew. Th- hey, nice. Thanks for sitting through that, Let Drew. Let it be. Hey. <laughs> What's going on? This you look great. Up. How are you boys doing? You sound great. You look better, Drew. And as I said, he's a uh, hockey skills coach of considerable repute as well. If you were voting on our pool, Drew, and you had to pick one winner of the Masters, who are you voting for? Who's the poll again? Uh, well, these were the top three odds-on favorites to win. Dustin Johnson, Jordan Spieth, Bryson DeChambeau, or other. Who would you be taking? I'm going other. Justin Thomas. I mean, do you know how many times a player's won the Masters back-to-back? No, nah, it's been 20 years since it's been done. I know that. Only three players. Tiger Woods, Jack Nicklaus, and Nick Faldo. No, it doesn't happen hard very do. often. Yeah, exactly. It hasn't happened for 20 years. So we're going with Jordan Spieth because we believe that he's going to get on a heater here. It's been a while since he, well, he won last weekend, but before that has been two, two, three years. It's been a while. We think he's getting into a group. Do you think Spieth has a chance here? I do and I don't. I mean, I kind of go back on stats again, too. I mean, Jordan, I like him. You know, he hasn't won since 2017, wins the Valero. But at the same time, do you know how many guys have won the Masters after winning the week before? It's only been four. You know, Ralph Goodell, uh, Art Wall Jr., and Sandy Lyle and Phil Mickelson. You know, 39, 59, 88, no six. So, I mean, like, it's hard to do. I mean, I wouldn't know. But, I mean, I can only imagine that it's, uh, that it's super hard to do. But I, I definitely root for Jordan. Huge fan of him. Uh, he's great for the game. You know, I, I love this, by the way. The comments just went crazy, Drew. Turner Ripplinger. <laughs> Probably my the, audio and my video. <laughs> all the, no, no. Well, your brother, Troy's right, Whiting's, it says dirty stash, bro. That is quite the – you've got the Austin Matthews look going here. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Turner Ripplinger watching. He says, cooch, the Brent Sutter <laughs> of the PJHL. And we'll get around to some hockey here. But I want to say this. Arash Madani did a really nice video essay on Sportsnet on the Masters. And one thing Arash said was, this is an event that pulls in even non-golf fans in it. Why is that, Drew? What is it about the Masters that pulls in? Why is it so special? Honestly, I think people just like the fact that it's at Augusta. It's a great play. You know, you you see guys rolling on um, Magnolia Lane. You watch all the golf shots on Amen Corner. You, you, you get a green jacket when you're playing, uh, if you win, sorry. Um, you know, just so much great shots and content. And some of the shots you see, like, you know, I believe it was Bubba and 
07 hits this massive hook on the green and, you know, ends up winning, uh, you know, the tire last year, like everyone just rallies around it. And I think it's just great for the game. And obviously with this pandemic we're in, um, you know, people are getting the, the itch for golf and, and it's crazy. Drew, how are you, buddy? Where does going hey, to Augusta, being at the Masters rank on your like all-time bucket list trips? Because it's something I've always wanted to do. Get, you get the chair, right? Uh, it's your spot when you go down there and you get to be at the course and everything. How cool would that be? Uh, it's definitely my top two. You know, I, I think going there, you know, we, and we talked to James Duffy, you know, last two weeks ago, and he was just like, you know, you know, just being there and you, and you see the flowers and how green it is and just the smell of Augusta, you know, you're, you're hitting Pro V1Xs on the driving range. And I think just being there would be, you know, just awesome. I mean, just to see those players live too, and it's, it's quiet. I mean, and obviously I think too, with this year, they're allowed to have fans, obviously, you know, being spoiled with two masters in one year, um, you know, they're allowed to have some people there watching. But I think, you know, for me, it's definitely in the top two, maybe not, maybe number one. I'm seeing the tweets come in, right? Everybody now, this is getting them excited to play. And courses are starting. Are you playing this weekend? Do you got a tee time booked? I'm hitting the range. I'm hitting the range twice this weekend. I got two next weekend. Uh, and to answer your question from earlier, the Deer Valley, obviously a you know, partner of our show and, and your show as well. Uh, Greeno said they have not set a date yet, uh, but stay tuned for that. Tell our viewers a little bit about the Off the Hosel podcast, if you don't mind, Drew. I'm a big fan of it. But the biggest guest I think you've had is Dylan Playfair, of course, from Letterkenny, the hockey guys. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'll be working on my golf game to try and keep up with you guys this year. I know it's not going to happen in one year. <laughs> but tell us about the Off the Hosel podcast. It's very popular, man, with my friends. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, yeah, I know Off the Hosel podcast started last year. Uh, as a pandemic pastime, you know, I got bored. I was about eight episodes in, and then I got my brother to join. He was super pumped. He's been great for the show. Uh, you know, my best buddy joined as well. Um, you know, and we have a great content team. You know, we just talk golf, hockey, and, you know, all sports. I mean, we're all sport nerds. And uh, to talk to these, you know, celebrities uh, just makes sense pretty overwhelming, to be honest. And, you know, you try and stay humble every day. And, um, you know, talking to these, these celebs is just, it's, it's a lot of fun. We talk golf and, and the biggest thing too, is for us to, you know, bring, uh, or cover golf in Saskatchewan. You know, I think that, you know, I think we can try and grow that part of the game and, you know, getting people notice, you know, the Scott Thompson's, uh, the Colin Coben's Brad Phelps, like the, the, the good players in the, in the game. Um, yeah. So it's been a lot of fun and I hope to keep riding it out. Who haven't you got on the show, Drew? Who's, <laughs> who's the one guy? Besides who's the white whale that who's, you have, yeah. you want, and you're having a tough time bringing into the boat. That's a good question. I can't even think right now. Come on. This uh, is your chance to make the guy. ask. They might be watching the one guy or girl. I couldn't even tell you. Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't even tell you now. I mean, there's so many guys we're after. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're, I just, we're having our, our, our cousin on who caddies for Abraham answer. On the PGA Tour, it'll be on on April 25th, so that's a big guest for us. Um, and then we're gonna have to have Rod on the show. <laughs> Sounds good. I'd love to. Well, let me just up my golf game, okay? For sure. By the way, I've had people. <laughs> I mentioned that Drew's a hockey skills coach as well. That they've had. I've had people come to me saying, "How do you? Get, how do I get a hold of Drew?" And I thought I had your number, and I don't. What's the best way if they want to put their kid in? skills training male or female drew what's the best way to get a hold of you to do that and tell us a little bit about that side of your life yeah i mean for contact information you know my my twitter at coaster drew uh, last name first first name last um you can reach out there and i can send you some information later but yeah i guess with the skill side of things you know i i coach the storm out in pilot butte um you know i think for for me i think you know, coaching these young players that are now playing in the Western Hockey League, it's been, a, it's been an honor. You know, some of the, uh, the 05 groups and 03 groups, you know, the Stan Covens, the Hammonds, the Sweat Lacrofts, I stayed with, you know, Hammond and Sweat Lacrofts lots. Uh, you know, and then the 05s, Orumbas, um, the Brady Bernies. You know, I, I just like to be on the ice and, and like to help, you know, these kids as best I can uh, with their skills. And, I mean, I think I still have a little bit left in the tank to, to show what I can do. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's called Coaster Skills and Conditioning, and you can uh, check out that Twitter page as well. That's the handle. Uh, fire, uh, fire a note, and I'd be lo uh, love to uh, help them out. 
Drew is a go-getter, and we're big fans of him. That's the truth. I've been trying to get you on for some time, Drew, so I'm glad we're finally able to do it. The Brent Sutter of the Prairie Junior Hockey League. I like that. I like it a lot. First I heard of it, by the way, so uh, <laughs> congratulations. Before we let you go, Drew, <clears throat> how much are you getting asked about Connor Bedard by your hockey people? And from what you've seen, what do you think this kid's capable of, and uh, how much are you enjoying it with the Regina Pats? Yeah, to be honest, I've got quite a few inquiries just on, you know, who is he, you know, how good is he, is he legit? Uh, the answer is yes. You know, he, he's so good. He's, he's so, you know, the way he skates, the way he sees the ice, he's so, like, he just, I don't, I don't know what the word is. Like, it's, you don't want to say perfect because that's a hard word to describe anyone, but he's definitely going to do some damage in the, you know, the Western Hockey League, and I wish him best of luck, obviously, the U18s um, coming up right away here, but, yeah, he's a fun player to watch, and if you have, if we have a chance to watch him next year, get your tickets as soon as possible because this kid is a, he's a real deal. Um, yeah. Yeah, it is. I like it. I like it. That's good. Yeah. We'll talk about that after we let you go, Drew, but uh, thanks for the time today. Keep doing what you're doing. Thanks for the awesome. support here, and uh, we'll see you out on the, on the links. All right, boys. Take care. Thanks for having me. Drew Koser from the Off the Hosel podcast, skill development coach. He says he's a junior coach, but he was a player as well. There you go. His, his boys are writing in and saying, Biz Nasty's there, white whale. <sighs> <laughs> yes. Maybe we'll put a word in. <laughs> we had him. Yeah, next time I'm texting Biz, I'll uh, see if he's got time for the Off the Hustle podcast. And by the way, how about this? How would you describe Connor Bedard? I want to say perfect. <laughs> But think about think about that for a second. Perfect from a hockey guy, and uh, but it's going to be. I don't know what the latest is on Connor Bedard. By the way, playing at the under 18s I had talked briefly with his dad yesterday. Obviously, Garth Connor's father, Tom's dad, passing away tragically Tuesday in a car accident. They're not thinking about hockey right now. They're not thinking about the under 18s right now. Um, they're thinking about getting through this tragedy. It's not. Obviously, it's horrible. And I talked with Kevin Gallant, whose son played with Connor uh, in Vancouver. That's brutal. But they will get past this as a family. The one thing that it kept echoing back to me was that the, fa- the grandfather, Garth, and Connor were best friends. So one thing to lose your grandfather, another to lose your best friend. That's going to take some time. So you understand if he's going to pull out of the U18s and go spend some extended yeah, would, time. He may be go, shocked if he didn't. Right. You may go spend the weekend or a little bit of time and then think that, no, he'd want me to go play. That's up to Connor, right? Yeah. At the end of the day. So we'll see. Little hockey talk there. Little Masters talk. I love it. He could bring the sizzle. Oh, we'll yeah. come back with the uh, sports update over time. We'll have to get that Great Western Ultra update ready to go. We'll do that right after the break, eh, as we talk about the CFL and what you need to know. The latest today. It's the Rod Peterson Show. You're watching on Game Plus TV across all 10 provinces and 31 states. YouTube and Facebook Live. And listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rob. Welcome back, uh, everybody. Uh, we're, we're, you're ready, right, with a great Western Ultra? Just wait. Clark, we'll get to it. I just want to answer a viewer question here from Joseph Clark. Watching on YouTube says, love the show, fan from Grand Prairie. Curious to ask, say a CFL player is a dual citizen, can you manipulate the Canadian roster? I'd be disappointed if you didn't. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. If you're a dual citizen, then you, are, you qualify under CFL rules to be a Canadian. So, of course, it's been going on for as long as the CFL has been around. If you are a good football player and you are a dual citizen, it's <laughs> come right in, son. <laughs> What do you want? So, yes. Are you ready, Clark? <clears throat> I've just got to get the sponsor read here. Where the hell is it? Can you find it? Uh, let's read it, and then we'll <laughs> spend the 80 here seconds. Put it up, and let's go. 
Some think if it wasn't for bad news around the Canadian Football League, there'd be no news at all. But I'm not sure that's the case. As the calendar flips to year two of the pandemic, it still feels really weird to say that. We await a return to play for our beloved CFL. It's been quite the roller coaster with mostly downs instead of ups. You can count on one hand those of us in this country who are reporting on this league daily, and I'm sure a lot of CFL suits would prefer we just went away. But it's a pro league. You need to take the bad commentary with the good. Anyway, there's lots going on behind the scenes from what I've been told. The last we heard from the commissioner was the first week of March when he mentioned the XFL collaboration. We rode that talk for a month, but now people are eager for news on the 2021 season. From what I'm told, the province of Ontario is the holdup, but at worst, the CFL is looking at August or Labor Day for a return to play. The business of football is getting done. The draft is May 4th. The global prospects have been identified. And there's talk in the league office of reducing the starting ratio number down to three. This is what you need to know. MLSC, which owns the Argos, Leafs, Raptors, Marlies, Toronto FC, and the venues are the ones spearheading the future of the CFL. MLSA's mandate is not to preserve Canadian football. It's to improve their bottom line and drive up their franchise value. It's more proof we're not all in this together. Nice work. You didn't give me a top 10 countdown, Clark. But I still made it. How about that? With the dr- <laughs> How about that? With the dramatic pause and everything. Yeah. That's good. I've been around this dance for a while. Here it is. I found it. Great Western Ultra, an original 16 to fit your active lifestyle, superior taste with only 80 calories and 2.5% alcohol, taste without compromise. Now, Dave Naylor and I are working different sources. That, of that much, it is very true, <laughs> very clear. And I'm a little disappointed today to see Naylor come out with his tweet and basically I'd have to go back and reread it. Because it's a little confusing for those that don't know the ins and outs of Canadian football. CFL football, because that's different than Canadian football, right? Yeah. They're two different things. That's right. Um, he's saying what? The owners never signed up to play without fans. They're not saying they're going to play without fans. I, it's like he left the crack of the door open for there to be no season in 2021. If the vaccination, or sorry, if coronavirus isn't gotten under control. And what exactly is getting it under control, by the way? I know. I got to tell you something. I am going to be bitterly, bitterly, bitterly disappointed in a lot of people if they don't play in 2021 because there's a lot of people painting a very positive picture out there. Oh, we're going to play. That notion's being pushed to the point that I'm getting on board with it because I want the CFL to play. So to turn around and go, oh, wait, 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 wait. Now we're getting alerts from CHCH TV. We're telling people that we might not play now. I'm going to lose my spit if they yank the rug out from under everybody on this. I'm talking under the sponsors, under the players, the coaches that they're trying to coax that we're going to play. And then to turn around and say, but, 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 we might not. I wouldn't totally be surprised if they did that, Darren, but that's, that's dirty. I know. I know. It really is. But we talked about what they're looking at, right? And we've, we've a long time ago, we talked about it, that they're planning for options with 25%, 50%, 75% full capacity. But not once did they say they were looking at options with zero fans. And no, I think that's the exactly. reminder. It's like just a reminder that the owners aren't really on board with no fans. 25%, they can maybe get on board with that. 50%, 75%, right? 100 of course. But they're you know, coming out and saying, look, at zero, we're not into that. Just letting you know we're not into zero. And that's kind of a leaving the door open, a reminder that so when we cancel this, just know we were never into no fans. We well, never promised you we were going to play. No, but you got me excited. You've got a, you're, the anal- <laughs> you're the analogy guy. You, you think in the next break of what the analogy is for this. I will. Because there's got to be one. There is one. I'm disappointed to read this tweet from Naylor. If I've read it right, and I might not have, but he's basically saying the CFL is leaving the door open to not play based on the virus. Then why were we saying we're proposing a 20% pay cut to you players in the event that we have to play without fans? Think about it. Man, it's tough to do business with these guys in the CFL, I'll tell you. Yeah. Habs for life. 
watching on YouTube in Vancouver says, can we play the CFL in Florida or Texas then? Dude, I talked about that six months ago. And, and face the firing squad for it, by the way. Oh, and, and by the way, who was the guy there that was, was asking about the duel? Uh, he was from Grand Prairie, right? Right. Joseph Clark. Thanks, Clark. Chad Isaac goes on to say, I'm sorry, they were looking reverse psychology here. Chad Isaac says, so if someone had dual citizenship, could they be an American on a roster instead of a Canadian if they cut back? Because the report is that the CFL is talking about dropping five Canadians per team. Listen, if you're a good enough player, they'll find a way. You've got both nationalities covered, right? Yeah. You would be in the best possible position. If you're that good... It won't matter how many positions they lop off, Canadian positions or the That's Canadian right. start. You're going to play. So I, I get where you're coming from. But you don't really need to worry about that, is my point. I see people have woken up. Oh, yeah. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says the CFL is just covering all ground. I think that's a good thing. No, Jeff, they're talking out of both sides of their mouth is what they're doing. You don't know everything at play here, nor do I. But I think I know more than you do from the people that I've talked to. And I'm pretty disappointed with this development, frankly. We'll be back with overtime. We could go to a break, can't we? Right? Yeah. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. You got something to say? You wanna add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Wow, welcome back. Nice job on the coffee dupes. Thank you. What's the flavor? Oh, it's a it's a light roast. Um, I'd have to go look and see where it comes from. I just filled up. Yeah. Caliber coffee. How about that? How about that? I have drank so much coffee today. You said you were on the Off the Hustle podcast last yeah, night? Yeah, yesterday. It's going to drop, I, I don't know, in a week or And they days. asked you how much coffee you drink in a day? Yeah. What was your answer? Two to three only. You know, I try and cap it at, you know, and I said, here's the insider secret. And I'll, I'll go, I'll pull the curtain back a little bit here. If if I've got the coffee cup, this or the rod, yeah. rod show cup, there's co- there's usually coffee in it. If I'm pulling this out, it's got water in it. Coffee's never been in here, ah. so this is water. So I try and mix them up. So if you see, I'm not dumbing three coffees and then a thermos of coffee and then more coffee. I go back and forth. Well, that's the whole thing about you're only fooling yourself. If anybody asks me how much coffee, it's at least two cups in the morning before I get into the steam. Yeah. And then a, a mug like that on the way home, or on the way to work. Yeah. And then I've gone through all of that, so this is probably my fifth or sixth. And it's like when I was drinking back in the day, how many drinks did you have, Rod? Ah, uh, two. They were the size of fish bowls. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> only fooling myself. That's the thing. You have the, the, the extra large. It's like, I only had two coffees. Yeah. Right? Um, but I'm good. Like, I, don't, I drink it black, so there's no cream and sugar. And if it... If you're drinking water, yeah, go to town. Okay, I'll tell you this, though. As my diploma says, as an addictions treatment specialist, you can drink pretty much an unlimited amount of coffee. Unlimited. And it's not going to hurt you. Even long-term cumulative. Uh, I thought ca- it was, same can't be said for a lot of substances. That's right. But coffee, you're good. I thought it was good for me. I, I like saw something about how it helps Alzheimer's, right? Yeah. And you know your mental longevity and stuff it's good for you so i guess my point is to yeah from sober athletic wear in toronto troy says me too rod two pitchers yeah i've only had two pitchers there was one night in florida bradenton i was in a hooters i was there by myself uh, i was down to cover a rider camp it was the night before rider camp and the server came up to me i was drinking pints and she goes you know you're drinking these so fast you might as well just take a picture. So I brought this for you, honey. <laughs> Not my fault. I'm a victim. She brought it. That's the way you think. That, that is, right? Right. I didn't, I, I, didn't, say no? I didn't ask for this five-gallon drum of beer. They brought it to me. My, what, am I, what am I supposed to do? Be rude and say no? 
God bless Bradenton. Um, anyways, John Heaps on the CFL thing, and get your analogy ready. Regarding the CFL, it seems to me today leaving the crack open of canceling the season altogether, and that's very disappointing to me. On the heels of the announcement this morning that the Liga Americano Footballa, the Mexican CFL basically, has canceled their season today. You saw that, eh? Yeah. That's the league that Trent Richardson was going to play in this year and various former CFL personalities. The LFA canceled their season today. This has not been a good day for football. Armando Moreno in Mexico City is crestfallen. He's inconsolable right now. Anyways, John Heap says, so we all know with zero fans, zero chance of play past that the rest is out of the hands of the CFL. Totally a government decision. Get vaccinated so we have a chance to move forward with fans. I would say get vaccinated (laughs) for uh, your own health and that of others. Yeah. Not pro football in this country, but that's just me. I'm disappointed in this tweet from Nail. Not disappointed in Nailer. I'm disappointed in what's behind the tweet that is, hey, we still might not play here. We didn't say we were going to play with, without fans. That bothers me a lot. And you have an analogy for this. Yeah, the good one is, I mean, that, that door leaving it a crack open and just reminding people that, hey, look, it, there's a chance you might not play. That's... That's every guy, you know, holding on to a side piece just in case the relationship falls through, right? You can't do that. You can't live that way. And you can't fully be in this relationship if you still got this door open just a crack and you got that hanging there as a what if, that whole safety net thing. And it doesn't work. You're never going to be able to be happy. And that's never going to work. They want the side piece. But until the end of time, guys are going to think that they'll be the one to pull it off. And it's never going to happen. Ever. So it's a bad way to go about it. It's like that high school coach in Alabama that's got two families. He thought he could pull it off. Yes. He you can. can't. You're not going to be the guy. You're never going to be an either, and you're going to fail at both and have nothing. Hello. Hello. Exactly. And that's exactly what's going to happen. Be honest with the one. You know, I'd, I'm not an open relationship kind of guy, but be open and honest and say, look, it, this is what's happening. We're, we're not going to play if there's no fans. And it's not a government decision. I, it's not a government decision. I compared this to the wheelchair accessibility now. COVID's a thing yeah. you have to work with. Well, you might build a nice house, have your football ready to go, and look, at it. it's up to code and everything. But the government's coming in and saying, look, it, you need to have the wheelchair ramps. You need to have these COVID protocols in place, which is vaccines, you know, bubble, whatever it might be. And the CFL, and, it, and I admire it if they say, look, it. We don't have the money. We don't have the budget. We can't do this. We're going to wait until we don't need to have these COVID protocols. Okay? The NFL, wheelchair accessibility, just build it. We're good. Let's go. Yeah. Right? We'll pay the money. So, In the end, the ones that get hurt are the fans. You can wait it out. It's the current players and current staff, the ones that will be hurt in that environment, in that oh, yeah. scenario. Um, Wayne Jones, that's the viewer that was writing in earlier, he says, what if half the league wants to play and half the league does not? It's a team-by-team conflict as to what is best. Yes, but it depends on who's in which half, right? If it's MLSE, they'll dictate what goes on. And if they don't want to play, they're not going to play. End of story. And I'm going to go back to a year ago when I said that that source told me MLSC is running the CFL. It was a year ago, Darren, and now it's finally coming to light. Yeah. I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing. They're the biggest sports business in the country, in Canada. One of the biggest on the continent. A $4 billion corporation pre-COVID. They're running the Canadian Football League. They will decide. So that with that vote last year that it was 6-3 to play by CFL governors, what do you want to bet that MLSC was in the three that didn't want to play? Yeah. Probably a pretty good chance. Probably a good chance. Carry a lot of weight, right? Yeah. Um, what else? What do we got tomorrow, Clark? Can you put it up on the screen here? Oh, it, my monitor's frozen. Yeah. Let me just update the poll before we go uh, and say goodbye for the day. The poll question: the poll question for Capital Auto Mall Universal Collision Center: Who will win the Masters? Dustin Johnson, Jordan Spieth, Bryson DeChambeau, or other? 
Uh, on Twitter right now, as we get ready to go off the air, 35% voting for other. Darren, Facebook? 42% Dustin Johnson, but others up to 32% now. Dustin Johnson is holding it down. We're in the Deer Valley Masters pool, along with my lovely wife, but I'm not even getting in and get excited about things. Not today, I'm not. Probably Saturday. But it's the weekend of the year that you don't even have to be a golfer to be excited about uh, golf. But this weekend you do with the Masters. So anyways, we will see you tomorrow at noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain. We got John Frenzy uh, with us. We have Tori Gurley, our NFL insider, and uh, working on some other things too. That's it, Clark tells me. So that's it. Check out our uh, social channels, breaking news at rodpeterson.com. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody, right here on Game Plus. Truth's in the coffee. It's truth serum. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.